0: Episode number 364. People need to be focused on, yeah, I mean, a precious metal coin may be good and may have kind of some long legs to it, but you're not going to use that at the grocery store. What's going to help you is more money in your pocket every month. And there's only so many hours in the day, so some of that money has to be passive.
1: Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis too Tall and Hot, where we talk about life, dreams social media and business well hello and welcome to the b Real show with travis to tall and huff folks you know your boy is always fired up uh ready to bring you a little fuego in your day nights weekends or whenever you are listening to the show today but uh most importantly i think after this show you're gonna think about your legacy your income, and maybe those uh, ways you can make some passive income—meaning money that that uh, pays you—and you do not have to put an extra hour in, an extra, you know, uh, you know, start another business, you got to know work another forty hours, you know. So uh, a lot of times, entrepreneurs think it's easy, but it's not. But my man Martin signs. Martin, are you ready to be real?
0: Absolutely, one hundred percent.
1: Let's go! Uh, and just so you guys know, uh, more about Martin uh, and what they're doing at the Bequest funds. Uh, he's been basically helping you guys manage, like I said, your legacy, but using social good into smart investing. Um, and he's the managing partner at Bequest Funds. Um, and now, obviously, more than ever, we know and hear about, you know, obviously managing our money, learning about our money. And uh, and if you haven't, obviously, now's the time to kind of perk your ears up because there's ways, basically, like we were talking right before the show, to basically put a, a single investment in and then receive passive income uh, for the rest of your life as a as a business owner, an entrepreneur. Sometimes I know one of the best things I ever did, Martin, was get a little bit of money outside my business into uh, into investment, securities, some other types of uh, businesses, because that way they're not correlated. You know, uh, sports cards, Tony Romo is not correlated to uh, someone needing social media services. And so, uh, you know, those are just how I've done it. But I love what you're doing. And, and so tell me and take me back into time. Uh, did you, Oh, were you always interested in finances? Were you always interested in kind of money and investing things like that?
0: Yeah, 100%. And, you know, like you, you flash the Tony Romo card and you know, all these, all these guys and gals that are in professional sports, they're, they have multiple streams of income as well. So they're doing commercials and they're doing side hustles and everything else. Cause they know that they know that, you know, their, their knees, their legs, their, their body is only going to get, you know, be able to work at that pace for so many years and they need to create a legacy beyond that. And I think most people need to be thinking in that perspective.
1: Mm. So at what point uh, in your journey, did you actually take the financial advisor approach or more managing funds, managing money, helping people manage money? My dad always told me, cause this is one of my dreams to be honest with you, Martin is to have a fund where I've created my own fund, basically my assets, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and, and track them, you know? So he said, Hey, you got to track them and have like a 10 year performance. But he always told me, because my dad's an accountant, he always said, hey, it's a lot easier to manage your money than to manage other people's money, you know, because in his perspective, it's just harder. You know, you got friends, something happens, you made a mistake on something. And, you know, uh, but tell me about your strategy, because obviously at the end of the day, it works. Uh,
0: I mean, those are wise words in that, you know, one should learn how to gain the certain disciplines and rituals to manage their own funds and prove themselves that way, whether whether it's because of the risk involved or just because it's just it's just prudent to do so that you know you need to prove it to yourself first and like anything else in sales marketing whatever field of business you're talking about you need to be selling yourself you need to be building yourself up you know inside your own head before you can go and uh, have that proof of concept before you can go out and kind of go go to the world for capital raising or whatever it is but I, i started um you know, very very early, uh, my parents always had me doing chores when I was a little kid. Nice. Um, when I was five years old, I, I I got a bunch of rocks from the front yard and and washed them and went door to door selling them.
1: There you go, so baby. That's I my that. Con-
0: yeah, I, I was not I was not a good student in kindergarten through twelfth grade. Um, so I think some probably some folks can relate to that. Mm-hmm. School didn't captivate my attention. It just wasn't the way I like to learn. I was always thinking about you know going to work after school and, and, you know, creating money for myself, which I equated, I equated to independence at the time, but it wasn't until 2004 when I was fired from a corporate job that after receiving an MBA, and uh, I just realized that, um, you know, corporate America wasn't for me, all these, uh, you know, Everything you've been sold, or a lot of people have been sold up to this point, where a company is going to take care of you, is all false. Right. And you really have to take care of yourself. Um, but what happens when you go into business ownership, which I know a lot of people, um, I'm sure listening, can understand, who have been through small business ownership, is you get in there and it's anything but freedom because you're you're really kind of like a slave to the whole process. You're a slave to just you know cash flow, the need to make payroll. Um, the need to scale and, you know, all these complexities and, and you end up working longer hours than if you had a job and for less pay when you break down the hourly wages. But, um, you know, for, for, for those that can build systems and build themselves out of the business um, you know, you, you can, you can do well. It's just, it's just a hard road to hoe. We, we ended up um, building a profitable government contracting company that we sold in 2013. Got you. However, so, so I have the, I have the background, small business entrepreneurship background, and I understand every difficult situation that one can, 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 uh, you know, experience, including making payroll the day of numerous times and paying credit cards with other credit cards. And I mean, you just run down the list. Um, it wasn't until I got into real estate in 09.
1: Got you. That's a good um, time to get in right there. Shoot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We bought a lot of commercial. My wife and I bought a lot of commercial residential property. And, um, but with landlording, um, we didn't, f- we didn't feel like we've obtained freedom and, uh, freedom of time because you're kind of tied to properties and, uh, kind of building issues,
1: that uh, something going down. Hey, uh, Martin, I got my, uh, you know, my, my, my ACs out or something, you
0: know, something's going yeah. wrong.
1: And then they, they call you first line of defense there
0: exactly exactly and then you know and then you go ahead you know some will say go out and get pro- property manager and then you know then the property manager is calling you right <laughs> and then so so you're paying the tenant and the property manager and like you know so It doesn't make much sense uh, if
1: unless you have it doesn't make much sense if you're doing you know paying someone just to have to call you at the end of the day cuz you're the you're the you know decision maker
0: yeah where you're approving charges over this amount and and the uh, property managers incentivized to do repairs And we'll just kind of say that, but um, in 2013, I got into mortgage note investing and uh, I really, it it really was a turning point for me because um, I started out buying mortgages whereby the bar where the homeowners hadn't made a payment in a few years. Mm. So this is defaulted mortgage paper. And what I found is that I could, because I bought these at a discount, I could work with the homeowner to keep them in their home with a, with a loan modification that was affordable for them. Gosh, so you take it, it over it a-
1: and you, and you, and you would, uh, you know, make it affordable or renegotiate the terms and, uh, bring down the, bring down the monthly payment.
0: Exactly. Bring down the monthly payment, lower the interest rate, extend the terms. I mean, do a bunch of creative things that, that the banks um, don't do Gosh. for, for, um, Compliance and you know various other other bureaucratic reasons, and um, so so you know I really found a niche in that uh, building my own hedge fund and uh, portfolio of these mortgages where I was really being of service to others, and I think that's really the the thing is like compassionate investing was gotcha. uh, w- was really what I hit on there. Um, but yeah, like to your point and your father's point. You know, first I first use my own money. I first um, I still use my own money. What you know, in a heavy way, I'm in on every deal right. that, that, um, that that every trade that occurs. Right. And so yeah. So so you have to go and just learn the disciplines with your own money and not learn off other people's money. That's for certain.
1: And I think the big key thing now for the millennials is uh, it doesn't happen quick. You know, sometimes you do get a quick pop on something, a short squeeze on a stock. Uh, a lot of things happen. You go up quick. Right. And that's and a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to see yeah. an exponential investment. I've seen it quite a few times and, uh, and then go back down, you know, quite a few times, even within my own portfolio, y'all. And uh, it, it's an interesting thing, but it's part of patience to yes. over time, the ups and downs, the up and down, it constantly kind of goes up and the accumulation of the snowball or your assets basically just continues to grow you know, for yourself, uh, whether you have a hundred bucks, 10 bucks, 10 million, 10 billion, 10 trillion, it, it will, the snowball will keep growing mm-hmm. if you put that compound interest and it's in places where, you know, that uh, are going to get you the return, which you don't know. That's wherever I, I think yeah. right now, everyone's kind of curious where, where uh, you know, where, where people are going to put the money, you know, they're seeing yeah. it in the sports cards, you're seeing it in different industries and in collectibles and some of these things that are attaining come out of some new uh, investors um and the fractional sharing where they take a big card and they fractionalize it um but i also think that that's just because there's you know some of the stock market stuff some of the prices i'm an investor in the stock market it's high right now across the board and uh hey you you bring a high interest rate into the stock market it's going to be a little blood in the streets there for anyone that's doing any phony baloney things with the with their financing right
0: yeah i mean it's um you know to kind of go back to an earlier point it's uh you know I know a lot of people, they kind of get out and they're like, what business should I do? What investment should I make? So they're thinking in terms of the activity when, um, you know, one should be focused on, you know, what disciplines do I need to have in place? What kind of person do I need to become in order to be successful Mm -hmm. and really just place money and emphasis on finding mentors, going to workshops, seminars, reading as many books as you can, and really commit yourself to education. And uh, that's going to help you because, like you mentioned, you know, having patience is important because it's going to be a long road, whichever way you go, whether you're going to be a business owner or you're investing in assets. But I will say one thing that um, that I found over the course of years as being a professional investor, and that is, um, I'm what what I consider myself a cash flow investor. So mm, the cash asset flow, has the cash flow for me to go and consider it, and I think that's really important, especially in these. Inf- inflationary times that we're kind of headed in, Um, people need to be focused on, yeah, I mean, you know, a a precious metal coin may be good and may have kind of some long legs to it, but you're not going to use that at the grocery store. It's not going to help you with when meat's doubled in price. And and so what's going to help you is more money in your pocket every month. And there's only so many hours in the day. So some of that money has to be passive, and you should be focused on kind of growing that that level of passive income over the course of time. I was uh
1: so you see it all the time. It's all about those multiple income streams. Every time and time again, and I saw a recent article. Um, I think her, I know, Cody Sanchez, she's a real interesting lady. She's all about the cash flow investments as well. And uh, and basically saying most multiple most multi millionaires have seven to eight flows of income coming into them. Most multi millionaires have seven to eight. Income stream. So think about that. Is that a blog? Is that a a YouTube? And and some of them are big, and some of them are small. You know, it doesn't even matter if you have a small income stream if it comes in consistently, and then that income stream maybe grows over time. You know, Um, I know with our sports card thing, the business was a lot different now than it is. I mean, now it's completely different than it was ten years ago. You know, and so uh, you know, it's just one little piece. It's one little piece of the puzzle amongst our social media business being a little bit down because of. 19 related issues and things like that being shut down lockdowns etc and so uh it's all about if we didn't have that I wouldn't be as strong so I mean it, it, most people forget that but it's all about kind of taking some of that golden goose money and putting it into something else whether that is a, in a great fund like yourself or even in just yeah. learning yourself you know in the beginning you have to kind of learn because I know you guys specifically work with accredited investors so that means people that have like uh Is it two or three million in investments typically and like three or 400,000 a month Uh, or I'm sorry, a
0: year? The accredited investor is is an individual that earns at least 200000 a year gotcha, in yeah. earned income right. or 300000 as a married couple, gotcha, yeah. or they have a million dollars in net worth, excluding equity in their home into awesome. that equation. So if, if you're an accredited investor, how we have it set up is um, people make one simple investment into our fund. It's an evergreen fund, so there's no expiration. And then they receive monthly income for the rest of their life. Wow. I mean, so that's it, and so the
1: size of the uh, the investment could be based on the payout that you want.
0: Absolutely, yeah, and that's how people should be backing into things. It's um, look, if you want, if you're, if you say to yourself, "I could live off of off of one hundred and eighty thousand a year annually for the rest of my life, right? Total passive income." Well, for our fund, that's two million dollars invested into our fund. Got you. You know, your capital's preserved, right? And you're going to receive one hundred and eighty thousand divided by 12. So, so the next question is how do you accumulate $2 million to go put into a fund like BeQuest? And and so this is how you kind of back into the process and uh, make, make problems for yourself that are good problems that, you know, if you solve them and if you only make it to 1.5, you know, like you, you or, or 1 million, I mean, you've already kind of made it so much further than, than you may have already made. And then, yeah, look at ways you can up your, your income. Mm -hmm. in your current profession and what you're currently doing, that's kind of the first thing to do.
1: That's the next thing is getting that income. And that does come from either getting more expertise, raising your prices, uh, many things you can do to raise your income. And not like, you know, for me, I just, hey, I started a sports car business. We had the B-roll show. It's been going for nine years. Now it's actually turning into something where not only are there people listening, but people want to come on the show and there's income coming in that. And sometimes it doesn't happen overnight. And uh, the main thing is to remember is to do it every day. So I always tell people, hey, put a hundred bucks a week, put a 20 bucks a day, uh, $10 a day, $3 a day, you know, whatever you can do to just constantly be learning and saving. And then you're not going to get to work with a professional like, you know, Martin. And there's some people on the line that are already have the 2 million and and maybe more, but they don't know what to do with it. And then now they Mm -hmm. need to figure out these solutions. I know, uh, you know, family, uh, you know, we deal with a lot of trust stuff and deal with some big, 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 big dollars. You know, where these people are making 12 million a month, and profit, you know, and these businesses are just cash flowing and they don't know what to do, but donate it. Yes. Right now, all they're doing is just donating everything else because they otherwise it's taxable, everything else. And so these kind of things are also beautiful for these people to learn about because, Hey, there's other ways of funds because a lot of funds I think, um, are insecurities, um, Mm -hmm. or they lock up the money for a long period and to, you know, have capital raises and calls and you get money, but then you also have a call for new money. And I, um, Cause I, w- I'm not accredited. I'm getting close to accreditation, baby, but, hey, uh, you know, very you. close on my own. Uh, uh, but, but, uh, yeah, thank you, sir. I got a few, few, few more years in the, you know, we will be good. But, uh, literally I started doing the unaccredited and, uh, you know, I put about 50,000 into, um, startups. Yeah. One of them is doing really, really well. I did both. I did all the rounds cause I didn't want to get diluted, mm-hmm. but in those you're locked up. You know, yeah. and so you're locked up. There's no passive income. It's like writing a blank yeah. check. Yes, the income could, the outcome could be wonderful. We know we hear the uh you know the Uber stories and you hear the stories of the companies yeah. going public. And it will happen, hopefully, to one of mine, now our ex, hopefully. But uh, but for a lot of the rest, it's locked up money and most likely I'm never getting it back,
0: you know. So yeah and there's a lot of people like we talk to investors daily and uh, we find people in a few different camps that's the camp like you're talking about where their money's locked up right it's a long-term play it's not yielding any cash flow so people feel kind of uh trapped that way um there's also a lot of people that we talk to they're in the stock market and they're riding this wave which you know is good and bad because because we find that um so many people are looking for a boring fund like ours that you put money in and it's predictable and it's going to you know spit out x amount of dollars per month into Absolutely. your bank account and they're and they're not they're looking for something stress free because when you're in the stock market and you're kind of tied to your phone, understanding all the volatility, it creates stress in your life. And passive income or active income should not be a stressful event in your life. I mean, there's already another, there's a million other distractions that will kind of try to eat away at you. And then we also find people just with parked money who are just losing because of inflation.
1: Oh, yeah. If you just got to sit in the bank or sit in anything that's not earning you anything, uh, a lot of people got their money on the sidelines and I missed the whole run up in the stocks. I mean, the things up, one of my accounts, 93%. Um, I just been selling to be honest with you. I've been taking profits. I, I have very good discipline to take profits ahead of the storm, baby. And uh, yeah. and keep cash and keep the powder. And then I also just recycle it. I always I'm constantly thinking about the new things and next and uh, whether that's been crypto, whether that's been, you know, and people say, Oh, you sold too. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? We still hold a little bit. We still sold a little bit. We had some fun along the way. You know, yeah. you never know the end of the road on some things. Um, and most importantly, like like you said, the stress is there. Uh, you know, it takes well, stress away. Um, is there a certain minimum that you have? Just so we can kind of pique the interest of obviously people mm-hmm. if there is a
0: minimum threshold with uh, with you guys? Yeah, it's uh, 50000 Yeah, that's, to that's suitable.
1: BQS, so, and yeah. what would that do uh, monthly? Just so we can kind of pique people's interest on that. Would you mind... Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. So, um that would be about 4500 a year which um yeah, you know, about 500 about, 400 bucks. 400 bucks yeah. a month. That's mm-hmm. not bad. It's a car payment. Yeah. You put down 50, you get 400 bucks. Uh but the the key is like um just like with whether you're investing or running a small company, it's it's about it's about creating the disciplines and 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 adding on to those Adding on to whatever it is you're doing. So you're scaling, right? Whether you're scaling up your business, going after larger clients, better paying clients. How about that? Or or you're or you're starting with 50K and then you're you're striving to put another 50K right. in six months and yeah. another.
1: 50K. Yeah, you constantly can throw another 50, you know. Um, yeah. But at least that lets people know the minimum threshold because 50,000 is doable. Some people have that sitting in the bank account, mm-hmm. some people have that in the stocks, whatever. And like I always like to tell my dad, take some cream off the latte, baby. 10% at least, you know, you take 10%. It doesn't hurt to take 10% off the latte, uh, uh, you know, when you've had 90% gains in a year uh, yeah. on, your, on your portfolio. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, but That's now, my man, we're about to take you into our top 10. Are you ready? Yes. Let's go. Apple or Android?
0: Apple. Apple. Netflix or YouTube? YouTube. YouTube. Instagram or Facebook? Uh, neither. Neither.
1: Chicken or steak? steak steak laptop or smartphone laptop laptop spotify or pandora neither neither movies or video games movies movies reading books or listening to books
0: reading books physical stocks yeah, or here I'm reading oh hell, why doctors don't get rich oh shit that's a good old book in and uh, forward by Robert Kiyosaki. Oh yeah, this book's I love Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah.
1: Why doctors don't get rich? I want to see if they have an audio. That's an interesting title. Yeah, because uh, they seem like they make a lot of money, but I know they got lots of loans and they got tons of things in the in the doctors world.
0: Exactly.
1: Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Four hundred thousand in debt before they even start the practice, and then buy a million dollar <laughs> practice, and you're two million dollars in debt, and then you're working your whole life to pay the loans off. Uh,
0: exactly. We need to
1: get fund those guys. Uh, yeah. stocks are real estate if you're thinking about investing. Which is your favorite? Real estate. Real estate, and uh, cause we all deserve this. Uh, vacation time comes, then you're gonna have to take a vacation. Which would you prefer, oceans or lakes? Ocean. Which ocean would you want to go right now? We're at we're on a, we're on a plane.
0: If I move my camera that we have the you got a we beautiful have damn ocean the, the, right the there. The Gulf of Mexico is across the street. <laughs> oh, dude, the most
1: beautiful, the most beautiful ocean because it's so cl- damn clear. Yeah. yeah. unlike like ours out here in California. It's uh, a lot more muddy out here, a lot more darker waters. Uh, <laughs> you got that beautiful oh, white beautiful. sand. Absolutely, yeah. my man. So you're living the dream. So when you're waking up every day, Martin, you're, you're getting yourself ready. You're pumped for the day. Why do you love being you?
0: Yeah, cuz um, you know, I I love the 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 rituals I have in place. Um every morning I do the same thing. Um working out. I I actually review my financial statement on a daily basis. Nice. I, I love that. Now, yeah, I go I go through. I just have a whole host of disciplines and it's not about like, oh, well, I'm going to see how much money I have. It's right. it's just, it's just about what I do so that, that I can keep I can keep it in the forefront of my mind. And, uh, and, you know, there's a lot of people that depend on me payroll wise. We have a whole company. There's a lot of homeowners that, that rely on our customer service and what we're doing for them. Gosh, there's a lot man. of investors that rely on us to be accurate and punctual. And so, uh, you know, I take that very seriously. That's awesome, dude. You
1: have a lot of people you serve a lot of different, a like a, of a marketplace of a lot of different people. Uh, um, yeah, and you're yes, doing you it you successfully. To... Dude, that's awesome, man.
0: Oh, uh, to the best of my ability. To the best our, of your ability. That's all forward. we can do, man.
1: <laughs> That's all we can do. No one's perfect. Yeah. We're not AI or robots. You know? <laughs> we wouldn't want an AI to manage our money. So, uh, do you think you'll ever retire from the game of managing money in the and the fund and stuff like that?
0: No, because it's I got a lot of my own money in the fund, so it's kind of like you know, I'll to my the own end. <laughs> Hey. So I got my, my parents are in it. My, my aunt, my, you know, it's a family affair. So uh, I, I enjoy it. I, it's a whole legacy play. It's something I want to pass down to my children. Absolutely. And uh, so that's, so that, that keeps me motivated.
1: That's awesome. I'm reading the, uh, uh, an interesting audio book because I do audio mixed with the, uh, the uh, physical, the Tao of Charlie Munger. Mm-hmm. That dude is nice. incredible. I mean, it's nice. an interesting book. Cause you know, Berkshire Hathaway and just an uh-huh. interesting Berkshire Hathaway would not be the same without, without Charlie Munger. would sure. not be the same, dude. Um, do you have, so do you have a routine to start your day? What's your practice? What's your, uh, what's your, uh, you know, practice of, of method here?
0: Yeah. O- orange theory. <laughs> orange
1: theory. Nice. Okay. So you get there and they push the hell out of you.
0: Yeah, yeah, just kick kick you around and then, you know, take a nice shower. And then, um, you know, after I kind of get through my day, I enjoy taking a walk down the street and getting a cup of coffee. And that's like a good, nice me time. I love and, that. And so I, I enjoy I enjoy the quietness of the morning. I'm up at um four in the morning. And uh, so so I, I have some time for myself.
1: I love that you have to as a dad, right?
0: yeah i got four kids and uh and so um yeah i have to have i have to have time for me i'm trying
1: to learn that right now i got a three a four month old and a, a two-year-old and so uh yeah still in the trenches my man we're still in the trenches yeah, my, boys, <laughs> my boy's getting sleep trained so we're once we get him sleep trained we'll get all caught back on sleep and we'll be ready to roll uh,
0: yeah good for you
1: thank you sir thank you sir do you have a skill you're trying to master right now martin is there something you're trying to get better at or just push yourself uh to learn more
0: yeah, I'm, I'm always like, um, working on balance. And, and so, um, you know, I love what I do work wise, and it's a lot of fun for me. Um, but I always want to make sure I'm balanced with my personal life. And I don't need in the beginning for many years. I had to put, do a hundred hours a week of work, you know, or nothing, no money was coming in. You know, I wasn't eating lots of things, bad things would happen. And the payroll and the people that
1: count on you, you know, this is, uh, they want, they want Martin to work, baby. Let's go.
0: Exactly. I was more, more of a, um, you know, workhorse then. Um, I don't have to do that now, but I do, I do, I'm obligated to do that, but I just gotta, I, I gotta take more time. And just, so I just always have to be conscious of that, that the balance in life.
1: That's a, that's a struggle. And I think a practice for every entrepreneur, right. And a dad as well. Um, uh, both those are challenges. Uh, looks like we might have a little unstable. We'll get, we'll get connected back here. Uh, couple last questions for you, my man. If you could sit down and chop it up with anyone in the world, who would you like to sit down and chop it up with?
0: um you know i have to go with rich dad because you know that was that was who got me into the whole game into the whole mindset so wow. uh, i have to go with rich dad
1: rich dad poor dad mr yeah. Ka- mr kabasaki we got to maybe tag him in a post you never know you never know uh yeah he's doing all sorts of stuff man uh rich dad radio i love i love him man. i love hearing him he's into bitcoin now he's uh in all sorts of different things i like a guy like that because he also embraces the future um but he yes. still keeps the same mindset of his same traditions, you know. Um mm-hmm. big big mindset but he's willing to kind of take a shot. Unlike some of the the, the Berkshire Hathaway guys, they don't they think it's rat poison or things like that. And I understand that too, I get anyone you can invest in whatever you want. But I also always tell my dad, dude, the future doesn't we don't go backwards. Yeah. We don't, when we, when we hop on the internet we don't go oh I'm not gonna choose the internet again we when we get in a Tesla an electric car we don't decide oh we're gonna go back to a riding a horse buggy horse and buggy again you know it's like some things we aren't gonna go back to uh and you have to kind of somewhat embrace the future in every business otherwise you get you know Sears Blockbuster, or any of these favorite brands that you like today uh might not be here in 10 years you know and Sears um,
0: was the company that fired me
1: <laughs> really. No shit. Two percent of the GDP uh, in the world at one point was going through Sears, uh, one of the most powerful companies in the world. They created the catalog, (laughs) and they literally could be Walmart, Costco, uh, and Amazon if they had basically always pivoted to the future. You know, people want cheaper. People want the the quantity, and then people want online to you fast tomorrow. You know, they could have taken all their resources, and uh, we'd be probably still talking about them, you know? Instead, they bought... Orchard supply and some dying brands. And like, I saw some other, I, I, Orchard Supply I always Kmart,
0: Yeah. They, they did a whole bunch of things.
1: Yeah. And it happened. You see it time and time again, because they, they neglect the, they, they think we're going to go back to the past. Yeah. And they forget that we're in the future in a way. And there's kids that are doing shit that we don't even know about today that, that you know, so it's, it's constantly changing. Uh, and then lastly, my man, has there been a book that has changed your life or a book that you kind of either reread or just sticks kind of to your soul?
0: Yeah. So, um, and I'll say this with humility, I, I wrote "Node investing made easier in 2017. Oh, wow. And, um, it's, it's really a how to book on, on node investing for people that are aspiring to be node investors. And I was really kind of called to write that book. And, uh, it's changed my life because before I was kind of a closet investor, if you will, like nobody really knew me. I was kind of in the weeds doing my own thing. And, um, once the book came, um, I became of service to other people that that I never knew, and there was other people that that I that I encountered that were like, "Hey, you know what? I'm looking for more in life. You know, I I'd like to do this for me." And and so it kind of brought those people into my world, and it's really changed me for the positive. So,
1: note investing made easier. We'll put that in the mm-hmm. show notes too. And uh, is there audio book for that one, or is it just the physical yep.
0: book? No audio Kindle. There we go,
1: baby gonna get my you're gonna get my credit you're gonna get my credit as well uh I'm interested that's cool man I, I'm very interested as well very fascinated about your you know your perspective your mindset love your passion from the beginning my my dude from the compassion and soul perspective that you're taking in investing that. and I think it's very important to 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 uh, give power to those if you want to call it through our dollars and some of the things like that to people that are doing great things and then also let's be real hey, passive investing and passive uh, income is is a wonderful thing. To not have to work harder well, and to be able to make it's money. Mandatory.
0: And it's, it's mandatory now. I mean, the way the inflationary times are going, rent's going to keep escalating, food, gas, everything is going to go up and people are going to find themselves left behind more and more. And it's going to get tighter and uh, then they're going to turn to eating bad food and all these other things that occur as a result of not having money in your pocket. So it is absolutely mandatory that families need to be looking into passive or just additional income in general.
1: Absolutely. And so uh, if they are interested, where can we send them uh, on the website? Where can we send them to to learn more a little bit about the business? Uh,
0: BQfunds.com. That's BQfunds.com.
1: Absolutely. So, bqfunds.com put that in the show notes. Just click there and we'll send you right to the website. My man Martin, you are an incredible soul, dude. You built a business that is uh is it's chiming. It's going, baby. It's 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 moving. But I would say to all my entrepreneurs, hey, we're still in a world of abundance. Thank you. Continue to bless you. Continue to bring you more customers and uh those that are feeling aligned, please visit, please reach out to my man Martin uh, on LinkedIn. I think is one of his only uh social favorite sites on mm-hmm. social, but uh We'll put that in the show notes too. But you've been hanging out with Martin Science and Travis Tutal and Huff. We want to thank you again for your time today. And let's keep being well. What another epic episode and uh, if you enjoyed the episode today can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast the be real show on itunes or your favorite podcast platform and also take a little time today if you don't mind and give your boy t huff a review i would really super appreciate it and thank you so much for listening today we're all going through a lot right now and real time outsource my business is giving back to local and small businesses through our social media services and campaigns, we are actually helping small businesses get more exposure during these times. And also when we get through these times at the end of the day, we don't know how long this is all going to last, but most importantly, you got to think about your business right now and take it seriously. So come check us out at realtimeoutsource.com realtimeoutsource.com. And we would love for you to qualify and get the process started where we can take a look at your business and see if we can qualify you for some of our services. Um, at uh, little to no cost for most of the businesses. And, uh, and, and some businesses, you know, you're know, you gonna have to pay, but that's just part of life, right? But most importantly is that I think this is the time, folks, that you can actually help thrive in your business. And so I would love to help you personally with our team. We're all going through a tough time right now. So take advantage of us, realtimeoutsource.com. Check us out and we would love to do some business with you and help you with your social and digital media in 2020 and beyond.